0: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschool Conversations Africa podcast. Here, we discuss homeschooling from the African perspective and the unique challenges that come with it. If you're considering homeschooling, we hope to inspire you as you take this bold step. If you're already a homeschooler, we are here to share encouragement for this wonderful journey we are on to educate our children in the best way we can. We are your hosts, Jifa Andam and Karissa Marvel. Let's dive right into today's conversation. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to today's episode of the Homeschool Conversations Africa. We're excited today to have a friend in our midst. Um, Her name is Adeshola Lagiwomi. I hope I pronounced that okay, Adeshola. Yes. Adeshola is a mom of two beautiful kids. Um, I got to meet her a few months ago. Um, she lives yeah. in Abuja, Nigeria. And she has this wonderful, um, should I call it what? Parents group or family group? Yeah, <laughs> family group. <laughs> family group that, that's just trying to get um, families in Abuja together to do things together, things outdoors. Especially, uh, yes, outdoor. I think outdoor things are your specialty. Um, yes. <laughs> so, Adeshala is an unschooler, and I know this is a topic that a lot of us are interested in. So Carissa mm-hmm. and I are excited to have her on the show today to talk about unschooling. So we'd yeah. like to welcome you, Adeshala. Thanks for joining us. Since we yeah. have so, so much to talk about, let's not waste any time and let's get right to it. So who is Adeshola? Why don't you tell us who Adeshola is? And if you rather we call mm-hmm. you Shola too, you know, that's uh, fine. No, whole,
1: whole name, whole name <laughs> no. is <fine>. okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so hello. Hi. Thank you for having me here. Uh, my name, yes, is Adeshola Lajewoni. I am 32 I have two, yes, lovely children. Uh, they are four and two years old. Um, I'm, let's see, <laughs> I guess I call myself a nurturer, if you mm. had to pick a word. Um, yeah, I mean, since I was very young, literally my dream was to be a mother. And when people would ask me, what do you want to be? And when I'd say a mom, they'd be like, okay, then well, what do you want to do before you get married? <laughs> and yeah, looking back, I think my best response would have probably been to tell them, you know, I'm preparing, <laughs> preparing <laughs> for motherhood, really, you know. Uh that's pretty kind of resting. Yeah, resting, you know, being a bit selfish because I yeah, motherhood itself is especially homeschooling requires a lot of sacrifice I think so Mm. yeah looking back (laughs) I think I would have responded differently um more about me yes I was born born in the UK and I private schooled in a small town called Harrogate um which is about an hour from where we lived in Leeds and literally it was me and my brother were the only black children in our high school
0: Mm. well
1: primary and secondary school yes it was a small town very small town so after high school I told my parents that I want to be in a sixth form college with other black people (laughs) that was like my (laughs) only requirement Yes. (laughs) so yeah so Mm. that was that's how um I went to a sixth form really close to our house and I loved it and I really got into textiles Mm. and then I went on to study fashion design and marketing at university. Mm. Um, Mm. I actually wanted to study textiles but my parents insisted that I take a degree that had uh, more job opportunities so that's how I ended up doing a, a combi Degree which was fashion design and marketing. So it was a double uh double bachelors that I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, African and, parents. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well-led, well-led. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I was I, I wasn't I was pretty terrible at pattern cutting and sewing. So I mean, luckily I'm quite creative and resourceful. Mm-hmm. So I found other ways to make garments, like I was hand sewing and knitting and mm. upcycling, uh, re- recycling garments. So, yeah, that's what got me through wow. <laughs> my degree. Mm. And, yeah, that's a bit about me, really. Mm. If, then, if there's anything else you'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> huh, I don't know.
0: I, th- I think you've I think you've covered it quite well. Did yeah. you talk about <laughs> your you're married? You, did you mention that? I don't remember here, but I guess. Uh,
1: oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <talk about> <laughs> um, so <laughs> I I met my husband the first year of university, which is 20, 20, 20, 2008. Mm-hmm. and um, yes. Uh, we met in the library but uh yeah (laughs) studio (laughs) (laughs) students yes i guess (laughs) we didn't we didn't um talk again until let's say eight or so years after uni Um, um yes a long time after and i think it was just through uh on facebook that i asked him oh i was looking for somewhere to go for my 21st birthday And I know he was a party guy (laughs) in London then. So I was like, okay, do you know where where me my friends can go? And he came with his friends and we met up. And then again, after that, we didn't speak again for a while until I think uh, I must have messaged him about something when I was in Nigeria. I visited, yeah, after I graduated, I went to... um, I went to just I wanted to just explore the world a bit. So I went to Abuja for two weeks and then I went to Lagos to see family there. Mm. And then um yes, I think he visited he visited Lagos and I saw him there once and then again quiet for a while. <laughs> I, I was in the relationship, etc. etc. Um mm. yes, so it was when I came back to the u k that uh i went he invited me to his thirtieth birthday uh randomly and <laughs> um, yeah from there kind of our relationship started and mm. um we we were dating for around three months or so before he proposed uh he He invited me to Rome for my birthday, and um, yeah, I I was expecting him to propose on my birthday, because I thought he was quite (laughs) cliche (laughs) like that, but he didn't, so (laughs) I was waiting for it. I was waiting for for this big proposal, (laughs) and he didn't come, and I was like, okay. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So the next day, we went to go and see um, the uh, Trevi Fountain, and yeah, there was like, hundreds of people there and he got out his ring and <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> he proposed at the fountain it was uh it was lovely it was sweet Aww. um yeah <laughs> so that was 20 ooh, 2016 and we got married in 2017 and we had a mm. in 2018 and yes the rest is
0: <laughs> history yeah <laughs> yes, history. <laughs> <was gonna> <laughs> wow wow yeah.
1: that's that's a did lovely you talk more story about your move? Uh my husband, he had he had a really good job in the, in the UK. He was a lead uh, business analyst. Um, he was on around like £500 a day. And yeah, we were really comfortable. And yeah, and me and and, Ife mm. and I used to go to a lot of activities, children's centres, and we did all our exploring. And yeah, everything was... <laughs> it was okay. It was good. Um, um. But... He didn't feel, after maybe like a year or so, he didn't feel fulfilled in Mm. these um, Mm. contract kind of jobs. And so he started um, Winock Solar from the UK. And he started Mm. it with a few people that he'd got in contact with that were in Abuja then. Mm. So, so, um, yeah, this was basically... Uh, a business where they helped small businesses like in markets and things that'd give them solar systems um mm. so that they could power power their shops. So they'd buy them and then the customers would um pay weekly to uh own the systems. They'd mm. rent them. Mm. And so yeah, they paid until they owned their systems. And that's how it started really. And um he got an investment from one of his girlfriends in the UK then and that's that Yeah, he's been our, <laughs> he was the reason why we packed our bags Really, he was, um, yes, one investor in the UK then. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we kind of just decided a few months into the business, uh, it was apparent that you, you can't run a business in Nigeria and be in the UK. Because you have to yeah, you have to be hands-on, you have to be on ground. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's when we were kind of seeing, okay, are we should we go and visit? Should we go and see how things are? Of course we didn't want to be like apart. We didn't want him to just go to Nigeria and us be in the UK, kind of thing. So yeah. that's how how we thought, okay, how can we how can we do, do this that would, you know, work? And then after we kind of analyzed everything we were kind of like okay there isn't really anything keeping us here in the UK Uh so that's yeah so that's how um with the investment we basically sold everything we had in the house we told our parents last minute because (laughs) we knew they wouldn't be on board us going to Abuja (laughs) where nobody was no you know we didn't have anyone there Mm. so yeah we told them last minute that okay guys we're <laughs> we're hacking off our bags wow. going. We, didn't, yeah, we, didn't. <laughs> we just we looked an airbnb for three weeks um in life camp then and uh that's how we that's how we started off we uh yeah we got on ground and he was he was busy on the business and um <clears throat> yeah, we luckily found a place in life camp uh when our when our agreement was ending at the Airbnb. So that yeah, so that's how we started off. Wow. That's how we wow. got into Abuja. Wow. Yeah, we just uh mm-hmm. a few bags we carried, just it was mainly my children, uh Ifedayo's toys and books in one bag and the rest was like two bags of clothes and that was it. We didn't <laughs> we didn't carry anything else mm-hmm. with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just uh Went faith. on a prayer, really. Yes, yeah. big
0: leaf of faith. It was exciting, exciting stuff.
1: Yes. <laughs> so well,
0: thanks, thanks for that, history. So I think now we all know we, we can all feel like we know Adishala a bit. Mm? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's important that we talked about your hobby because we're going to talk about unschooling today that's our main topic and it's a bit of um shall I call it radical maybe I don't think it's as radical as (laughs) others may but I'm just calling it that because a lot of people are like what what's that even in homeschooling circles it's like Hmm. what what's that you know so and if you're doing something like that you're going to need your partner to be on board with you you know definitely so
1: yeah
0: (laughs) Let's get right to this business of unschooling. Um, mm. I, I've tried to look up definitions. You know, I've been interested in it because since when I began homeschooling, one of the yes. ladies, one of my friends was an unschooler. And I was like, what, okay. what's this thing, you know? So I, I've been <laughs> trying to understand it. I remember she gave she gave a DVD that we could watch that we watched about it and it was different families and it seems like it's defined a bit differently by different people so I want to know what your definition of unschooling is what is unschooling
1: to you so I think firstly I think the term unschooling already kind of gives the energy that we're anti-school Mm. I think it kind of, I feel like it has mm-hmm. a, a negative connotation with it, mm. you know, by the word mm. unschooling in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, when, in fact, I, you know, I see it as a pro-choice rather than anti-anything. Mm. Um, uh, unschooling, I think it has so many layers, really. it's uh, It's about much more than education. It's about slowing down. In this very busy world of ours i think mm. it's about um respe- respecting young people as we would any any adult, and mm. i think it's about like living like really living being present in all the moments big or small mm. um kind of being conscious and intentional about what who and where we expose our children to um yeah i think if i could describe our path in one word I think it would be freedom for me mm. this, this journey of ours yeah okay. Okay. that's my own little <laughs> definition in a sense mm.
0: Mm. That's, that's interesting it's interesting <laughs> that you said more, much more than education because that's one of the things mm. I've been thinking of I mean I know that okay. I think with unschooling there isn't um Sort of like a curriculum, like most other homeschoolers um, would use, mm-hmm. or like a path laid out. So, um, yes. but then I've thought to myself, well, you know, what if? I mean, you're homeschooling, and for us, we believe, like for people like me, um, we think mm-hmm. we think that we're educating kids all day long you know it's not necessarily restricted to the curriculum yes with your definition I can definitely um see a bit of a difference there I'm beginning to understand when Mm -hmm. you said much more than education you know it's about slowing down so it's it's like a a different way of life right
1: yes Yes. exactly Yes. yes um
0: and yeah, I definitely picture like life on a farm, waking up, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of
1: unschooling. <laughs> I think that's uh, <laughs> real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's the vision those people have. But mm. uh, it's tricky because when if if that's how it's seen then you have the issue of people thinking that it's only for the privileged that can Mm. have their 50 acres of land and you know Mm -hmm. you know slow down and they don't have any problems in the world they don't have to worry about money or anything Mm. so I don't think it's restricted to um a certain demographic or 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 people really I don't Mm. think so I think I think if mm. if you, I think it's about choice, really. Mm, because yeah. for for us to yeah, for us to be able to live this life, we've had to make a whole load of sacrifices. Mm. Um, you know, we are we we are minim- minimalists. Um, and if it's if it's that we have to say no to you know family or friends on certain things like there's a lot there's a lot of let's say behind the scenes that (laughs) that goes into choosing um this path this Mm. uh yeah this uh, type of unschooling Mm. path really I'd say so yeah
0: Okay. Um. Additional <laughs>
1: there like, any specific reason why you uh,
0: decided to sort of follow the pathless travels?
1: Mm. Yes. Um. <laughs> so, when before I had my son, I was looking into Montessori, mm-hmm. and until he was around eighteen months to two years, that's what I followed heavily. Um, I did a lot of research on it. I read upon it, and I felt like this would fit um, fit in with our values, with our lifestyle. To mm. you know, to let him be as independent as possible, to follow his lead. Um, you know, it was mainly me and him at home or outdoors. Then, so uh, mm. I'd prepare his I'd prepare his environment, and yeah, Montessori then was it worked it worked really well for us um <clears throat> it was when he was getting older actually i think social media kind of <laughs> put a bit of pressure on me around montessori because i felt like we have to have perfect um you know a perfect looking house and perfect mm-hmm. montessori shelves yeah, and all nice.
0: toys
1: and- yeah yeah and all the all the fancy expensive toys and everything like that so Mm -hmm. it got to a point where it felt like um, rotating this uh, shelf every week to look Mm -hmm. a certain way didn't wasn't really serving either of us anymore it felt more like unnecessary pressure Mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah um so that's when I kind of started to slow down and reassess and Um, just see where we were even my son wasn't really interested in the activities that I was laying out on the shelf anymore or anything he just wanted to be outside Mm. and play with water and you know play with rocks and everything Mm. and look at the flowers and things like that so even as he was progressing even as he was getting older it felt like okay we have to look at where, where we are now and how I can best guide him where he is at this moment in time he didn't want to be indoors all day playing with toys on the shelf Mm. so that's when yeah so that's when I started looking at okay what are the uh, how can I best guide him now and that's how I came across unschooling and slow life Mm. Uh, kind of life yes (laughs) Mm. so
0: you you wanted to homeschool like from the beginning then
1: yes we did we did um yes it was discussions even before we got married um, we'd and when we were dating, we discussed what kind of home setup <clears throat> we wanted to have, mm. and we we're both uh, yeah, we were both pretty traditional in the sense that my husband would go out to work and provide for the family, and I would take care of the home and nurture the kids. Mm. And so, the choice that we made to have children meant we were committing to that responsibility, mm. and mm. yeah, I yeah, we both felt that like. My children, our children, and no one else's responsibility but ours. So mm. for us, it only made sense to prioritise our values above everything else, really. Mm. So that's mm. how, yeah. So that's how, I mean, yeah. From when we were dating, we'd already decided that homeschooling would be the best path for our children. For us, yeah. Okay. For us to take on.
0: Mm. Mm. So I just want to stop here and say something to all our single listeners because I know we have a few. Um, it's that's actually been quite a surprise, actually, because I thought, okay, homeschooling—it's yeah. it's people who have kids who are going to be listening to this—but mm-hmm. I've been—I don't know, Carissa, what shall we say? We've been pleasantly surprised huh? yes. <laughs> by by all the all the singles listening who listen. Um, because they're trying to prepare themselves. So what I'm hearing here is talk to the person you're dating or the person Definitely. you're planning to marry. Yeah. You should discuss Definitely. these things ahead of time. If you do want that support, because it is difficult going down this road Yes. Um, when mm. you don't have that. I think Amma recently said that, you know, that's one of the things she was saying, try to get your spouse on board. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just uh, yeah. some little advice for our, our single friends.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, even even my husband. Um, initially, he he only knew of traditional homeschooling as well. So even even he, um, the concept of unschooling is still. Pre- I mean, even for me, the concept is still pretty new. We we are you know we're learning every day. We're, um, we're I'm reading a lot, researching a lot, listening to people that have been on the path before before Mm -hmm. you know that have teenagers that have unschooled teenagers so it's all it's all still pretty new Mm -hmm. um and Mm -hmm. he didn't he didn't really get it either initially he was expecting by now that we'd be pretty deep in the paperwork (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah and you know (laughs) that he could he could physically see um Uh, our children doing numbers and writing and things like that I mean that's what he initially thought but as we've both been researching Mm -hmm. um we're we're both seeing that for for them at this age being out being outdoors being out in nature seeing seeing different people and Mm -hmm. you know just yeah mainly being outdoors for us and experiencing different places and different things has my husband can clearly see how much his children are learning every day Mm -hmm. when they come home when he comes home for dinner we have a family dinner every every night at 5 30 and uh everyone asks how was your day and the children will tell uh their dad that oh they went they went bike riding today and they love they love going on bikes and they whatever they saw out and the people that he spoke to, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's really, it's really beautiful that even at this age, he can see that, okay, this is, this is what my children are doing learning. every day. You know mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. how much they're learning, mm-hmm. and they're having a conversation around it. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's a journey. <laughs> but it's just beautiful mm-hmm. to, it's beautiful to watch. And I, I, I think, think it's
0: awesome. Yeah.
1: We'll have to wrap up here, but we will continue this conversation in our next episode.
0: So do join us then. Thank you for listening to the Homeschool Conversations Africa podcast.